Chapter 30, continuing from the last chapter of Joshua Valiant. The two men that entered the tavern to eat their afternoon meal looked suspicious to Rahab. She had been an innkeeper in Jericho long enough to be able to spot real danger amidst the rowdies, roughnecks, and rabble-rousers who frequented her establishment. These two were clearly foreigners. They kept to themselves in the corner and seemed to have the disciplined posture and movements of mercenaries. They were not very good at hiding it, but they were both rather intriguing. And she was not very good at hiding her fascination with them. They quickly noticed her observation and waved her over to them. She swallowed and patted her dress to make sure her secret dagger was available. She strode over, swaying her hips and playing the seductress. It always helped to distract even those with nefarious intentions. It gave her the advantage over swine. The younger, more handsome one with a ruddy complexion watched her like a puppy in her hand. But the other one, the older one with intense eyes, glanced away as if he were fighting his desires. Or maybe he had unnatural lust for men. That would be more difficult for her to work with. How can I help you, travelers? she said. Are you looking for some pleasure? Women? Men? I do not do children here or animals. The handsome one spoke, obviously doing the bidding of the older one, the real leader. Are you Rahab the innkeeper? She looked suspiciously at them. Who wants to know? They looked at each other. The older one nodded. The younger one spoke. I am Salmon, and this is Caleb. We seek information, and we were told this was the place for it. They took a chance. They told her their real names. They knew that if they wanted to gain her trust they would have to risk being vulnerable. She looked closely at them. They were telling the truth. She could spot a liar across the room through just his eyes. And most all men were liars. Then she said with a touch of surprise, Semitic names. Are you Habiru from across the river? They both looked around nervously, hoping no one heard her. Caleb stepped in. We will pay you plenty. Rahab decided to try for the old one, the ruddy one she already had. This one was a challenge. She always wondered if she could turn a sodomite. She stepped uncomfortably close to Caleb and dragged her hand across his hair. He was very nervous and would not look her in the eye. Well, you know, she said, you two are not very good spies. Caleb and Salmon looked at each other. Was it that obvious? Caleb was particularly discouraged because he had earlier chosen the young Salmon for his skilled espionage against the city of Edri in the Transjordan. Salmon was able to gather intelligence on the city and its army of giants that enabled their victory over Og of Bashan. How was he able to get away when he was now such a poorly disguised spy? Rahab whispered to Caleb as if she had read his mind. Actually, it is you who is the obvious one. But if you want to do this right, you have to play the game or everyone is going to know why you are here. So, let us go up to my room and give the impression to everyone that you really are just a couple of oblivious, lustful reprobates. She smiled at them. They had stopped breathing. She was sexuality incarnate. Caleb turned away again. She took his chin and pulled him back to look into her eyes. When he did, she shuddered. It was like looking into pools of intense purity, and she suddenly felt very dirty. 
She had never seen a soul like that before. This one was strangely attractive to her, and strong, even though he was old enough to be her grandfather. She pulled away from them, grabbing Caleb's hand and leading them both up the stairs into her loft. They followed her awkwardly, and the patrons of the bar that night were all envious of these two foreigners who were about to discover just how lucky they were to be with Rahab the harlot. One of those patrons was in disguise that evening in the other corner of the tavern. It was Jabir, the chief commander's right hand. He watched them closely. He was not sure if he should trust his instincts about them. Or maybe he was just extra sensitive because of his own envy of their privilege of company with the woman to whom he could never reveal that he was secretly in love.